Welcome to Retirement Talk. I'm Dal Lowry. I'm trying to think if there really is such a thing as a retired state of mind. The mind of a teenager is a pretty common phrase. Usually this means that there's very little mind involved. Silly or naive decisions follow one after the other. Sounds like a businessman, that's for sure. Another common phrase, usually meaning profit and loss is the only thing that matters in life. Kindness, caring, and sharing have nothing to do with the real world. Then there's the, that's a college student speaking. It usually refers to idealism being touted, or of being without money, or referring to partying hard all night. It's impossible to know where the money for booze or drugs come from. Now I find myself wondering about retirement. Is there such a thing as a retired state of mind? However, just like the teenager, businessman, and college student, generalizations fail most of the time. Perhaps that's the way it is with all generalizations. One thing I do notice about most retired people I talk to is their enthusiasm for living. A certain exuberance emerges about whatever path they have chosen to take. As soon as I write that, I can think of exceptions. People who wander around listlessly and seemingly aimless, looking for direction and ambition. My experience puts this type of retiree in the minority. Their state of mind is frazzled and without base. Fortunately, that is not the way it is with most retired people. The retired state of mind that continually emerges in my mind is one of satisfaction, acceptance, and enthusiasm. These people know what it is to smile, to enjoy a slow walk, a recreational bike ride, or a game of cards. They take their time with their wine and dinners. They do not rush life. These people don't suffer road rage. Blood pressure is controlled. They drive slower than the speed limit if they think it is safer. Of course, it does save gas and delivers a better view of the countryside. Lately, I've been informed it increases accidents to drive slower than the normal flow of traffic. I'll have to speed up a bit. Politics still concerns the retired, but they have lived through various incarnations of political saviors emerging and then fading away. They know that day follows day and that though change comes, it comes very slowly and patience is needed to see major differences. Retired minds know that individuals differ as greatly as the shape of a snowflake. They've learned to tolerate, to tolerate the different. I've met people who truly hate gays, drug users, religious fanatics, atheists, Wall Street businessmen, or long-haired protesters. Most of the haters, they were younger people. They have standards that are hardened by youthful ideas. They have read the books, listened to pure speech, and feel a certainty towards the way life should be. Retired folks 
have read the same books and more, heard the same speeches and more, and have life experiences that add a new dimension to their understanding. A retired state of mind tends to be more tolerant, tempered. My mother was in her late 60s when she finally ceased to pass judgment on unmarried people having children, homosexuals, drug use, racial and ethnic differences, and religious preferences. For three decades, she sat by her kitchen window and looked out upon a green garden and a world that was quite different from the one she had always known. Her mind settled, her judgments mellowed and broadened, though rarely leaving the small Midwestern town in which she lived, she came to have a more worldly view. What brought about that change? Did retirement play a role? I think so. She had time to think. Children and grandchildren had scattered from coast to coast. They shared experience with her through their own actions and stories. She came to recognize the changing world and the need for acceptance of all people. She recognized the difficulties that all of us face, no matter our individual differences. And with this clarity came a certain calmness, a kindness, a forgiveness. At a younger age, she had talked about these in her church while yet hanging on to petty prejudices. It took a lifetime of experiences to bring an understanding and acceptance. Compassion came late, but it did come. I like to think those words describe the retired state of mind. Of course, exceptions exist. But I like to think that learning doesn't stop with retirement. But for the first time in our life, we have the leisure to put it all together. What we learned as a teenager, a college student, a mature adult, a parent, and a citizen intertwines and forges a strong yet pliable state of mind. We can afford the time to sit back and consider. Only then does a retired state of mind emerge that gives us the most comprehensive picture of the world we will ever have. This is Retirement Talk. You can review and rate this podcast on iTunes. Please do. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.